0: Welcome to Fifth Draw Wild, everybody. I'm your host, Matt, and if this is your first time with us, this is a show where I interview people about the slices of pop culture that they're most passionate about. We're jumping right into our episode today. I hope you enjoy it. Previously on Fifth Draw Wild. Hello! Ah! 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 (laughs) What are you doing? Okay. There you go. Ah! Ah! Don't
1: come in! Don't come in!
0: And we're back for the last episode, the fifth and final episode of our Gravity Falls Super Sode. Uh, once more, I'm joined by Jake and Scott, the Brothers Mason. Guys,
2: welcome back.
1: Thank you. Five in a-, in a row,
2: Matt. Having for having us up. back
1: for the end of the Super Sode. We did it, guys. Thought of a. Uh, thank you, thank you for having me back, Matt. Uh, it's too bad this is the last time, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know why I didn't expect the air horn, but look, I, I've only done it
1: twice. Just be thankful.
2: It's twice, both in this super sode series.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's only twice in this. And in out of these five episodes, I've only done it twice. In four, ep- there's three episodes in the middle. It's fine. I, I don't
2: think we both would have gotten this far if you had done it more than that. I don't know why you guys
1: don't love the air horn. It's so great. Well, I just hate fun. Well, that's fair. That seems Uh, like
2: you.
0: (laughs) So uh, our last episode is going to be all about our favorite episodes. Uh, We are going to spoil these episodes. We will, these probably six episodes, maybe more. We'll see how it goes. Um, We'll spoil those episodes fully. We're not touching the last three.
1: Yeah. Um, it's Weird Weirdmageddon not... is off-limits, because yeah, it's, it's too much.
0: Yeah, and we don't want to spoil the whole show for y'all, Yeah, because we want you to go watch the show. Go watch the show. Watch the show. Yeah. Uh, so, let's just dive right in, because, I mean, look, as much as we can go on about this show, uh, there's a chance that this could be the longest of our five episodes on this one. Um, So, Scott What's your first episode? Uh,
2: My first favorite uh, One of JJ's favorite as well Is uh, Season 1, Episode 7 Double Dipper
1: Why are you taking my episodes? We should have talked about this We should (laughs) have, but we didn't (laughs) Okay, fine, I'll figure out another one Thanks, talk about it, go ahead Uh, Double Dipper uh, Let me pull up a list of episodes now
2: Stan, uh, he's throwing this whole party at the Mystery Shack just to drum up some business. And uh, Dipper is like, oh, man, Wendy's going to be there. And Dipper really wants to talk to Wendy and dance with her. Uh, And he finds this magical copying machine that can print out copies of himself. Uh, And so he does that, and he goes through a bunch of different plans uh, and ends up making, like, nine copies of himself. Nine or ten, if you count.
1: No, he makes ten. Totally. I, well I think technically he makes 11 but paper jam dipper doesn't count yeah right one of them was a paper jam and he came out all weird and couldn't speak nyan, correctly. Nyan, nyan, nyan. it's very good he's very funny it's it's kind of
0: his uh shmebulok.
1: yes yeah uh, but like they all like really love him like they're like oh hey no don't worry buddy it's okay and they try to feed him but he doesn't like his mouth didn't form correctly so they can't <laughs> he's still paper where his mouth is uh, it's very funny.
0: So, what is it? I guess to both of you guys, uh, what is it you
1: love about this episode?
2: I think this episode has like the most of my favorite goofs. It's, it's. I think it's one of the funniest episode.
1: I love it because it, yeah, the same reason. It has the best jokes. The uh, when Dipper first makes his second clone, he's like, "I'm gonna call you number two. and the second clone's like, "Definitely not." You know what I've always wanted to be called? Tyrone. Tyrone. And so he's number two is Tyrone. And uh, and they're like yeah, and plus, you know, if you want to get rid of me, you can just throw water on me. He's like yeah, 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 yeah. and they like bonk each other's head. It's the funniest thing in the show. It's so good. If there is
2: a time that JJ is up visiting, and we don't do that at least once,
1: we don't been think that has been. Yeah, the pod the person. Yeah. yeah, pod pod people <laughs> kill him. <them. laughs> I
0: do. I do kind of love the the kind of meta-joke that the way to... It's presented as the way to destroy duplicates, but the way to destroy a uh, replicant Dipper is to get him wet, when Dipper is kind of canonically established as a very stinky boy. Because Dipper
1: hates showering. And he hates showering and (laughs) hates doing laundry, so he's like, if you put water on him, he will die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's just some of the great humor that's in this episode. And one of the fun things is not all the clones get disposed of.
1: Yeah, two no. of them get away. Number 3 and 4 get away. And in the journal you that you get a little bit more on them and the only other thing you get is at the very end of the show there's like a montage um like a, like a hey here's some fun things afterwards of like it's called camp um uh, the the in production team term for the the closing credit scroll with these little videos of like what happened afterwards is called uh, uh, Camp Loose Ends, because um, just like tying up some loose ends that didn't have any point. And one of them is is number three and four, just like hanging out in the woods, uh, just like still around.
2: Yeah. And they're they're in the woods because uh, after Dipper made them, he needed them for his plan to get Robbie away from Wendy. So three and four stole Robbie's bike and just rode her into the woods.
1: Yeah, because three didn't want to go alone. He's like, you're at right, four dippers. This is a four dipper plan. <laughs> so um what else is there about this episode it's kind of the first major um dipper and wendy episode uh where where it's dipper trying to impress wendy and get him to dance uh get her to dance with him and like make sure she doesn't like fall for robbie or anything because he's like a jealous little boy and like you know he's got a crush and he doesn't know how to act on it or deal with it
2: his brain jumps to make the most elaborate plan I can. Yeah,
1: and, like, that'll work. Um, And it doesn't, but it, it it ends up teaching him that, like, hey, sometimes having an overcomplicated plan is not as good as just, like, talking to her. Just boot yourself, yeah. say hi. Because um, they end up, like, bonding, and that's what turns the clones against him is that, like, the clones are still, like, we have a plan. Like, we have to do this. And he's like, no, guys, don't worry. I figured it all out. We're good. And they're like, no, we're going to throw you in the closet and lock you in there.
2: And then one of us will dance with Wendy. Yeah. There's
1: a big clone fight.
2: Yeah. Uh, It also introduces uh, Pacifica as a character.
1: It does. We've talked about her a little tiny bit. Love me a Pacifica Northwest. She starts out as like the mean girl of the world. And she gets a lot more layers as she goes on. And it's it's really great to see her character develop.
0: It absolutely is. It's it is really great having this touchstone because listen, let me tell you a true story. Pacifica bad in this episode.
1: Oh, she's a jerk. She's, she actively she's makes, awful. She actively makes Grenda and Candy cry. Like she calls Mabel a bunch of like very mean names. Like that, that name sounds like a fat old lady's name. And like it's just like genuinely like a terrible person. And to see where she goes from there to like the end of the show, it's very good. And anyone who makes
0: Grenda and Candy cry is a monster.
1: Just full stop. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked her already, but I have a type. I like, I, I like, I like mean <laughs> girls. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your, any, any girl that can beat you up?
1: Yep. That's that kind of what I'm into. Uh, yeah. And, and as far as like, you know, what I like in characters, it's just like, I like, I like people who are unabashedly themselves. And she's just like mean and knows it. And I like that. Yeah.
0: Also, Nathan Fillion is her dad. And
2: that's hard to
0: beat. That's pretty that's good.
2: pretty cool. Yep. Uh, my favorite, um, just one-off throwaway joke in the entire series is uh seuss is the dj for the party uh and he gets a book called how to dj right, right. <laughs> just all of that stuff with Seuss just messing with the keyboard trying to like get the right sounds at the right trying time. to find the explosion Hilarious. sound yeah it's yeah.
1: very good Wah. Wah. Hey.
0: Yeah. all right
1: uh jake
0: what's your first episode
1: well, my f- my uh, One of my favorite episodes is an episode called Double Dipper. Oh, wait. Scoot took that one. Scoot took that out from under me, and he knows, he knows that that is ha-choo one of my favorites. Ha-choo, ha-choo. He knew that. So instead, I'm going to talk about my favorite like episode. Like you don't have more. I was well. Uh, all right. I'm going to save my favorite. Okay. If anyone takes into the bunker, I'm going to throw you off a roof. Okay? Just like. You're safe dibs from on me. on that for my second go around. So let me figure out one that I very much like that we can talk about. Okay. Um.
0: While you're Matt, figuring you that out. Next. I have <laughs> mine. I
1: have mine locked
0: and loaded. I have both of mine ready. Uh, first one is going to be season one, episode nine. That's the a good time one. traveler's pig. That's a real you, good one.
2: You meet my favorite character, Waddles. Waddles. Is Waddles
1: Waddles a character. He is. He's a Waddles, Waddles is absolutely, absolutely a, character. a character.
0: Waddles is a gift to mankind. Uh, Waddles is a pig. Yep. Uh what what was his name in the in that episode? Uh all Old thirteen poundy all
2: fifteen poundy.
0: Fifteen poundy. Uh so the, the the deal with this episode is Grunkle Stan in yet another bid to make money off of helpless rubes, this time most of the Rubes in town, uh hires a carnival to come in. Uh a carnival that is uh functionally a death trap. He spared every expense. <laughs> and he gets Dipper to go around and hang up um health certificate flyers. Yeah. Just saying like, this is safe. <laughs> and Dipper's entrance to this episode is falling out of a cable car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really great. And there's this whole through line where Stan has had uh, Seuss rig up the dunking booth so that no one can do it unless they have a super space laser, which
1: happens. Um, yeah, it's just total, total innocuous line. That's like, comes from Seuss. who has got, he's kind of got his head in the clouds. So like when he's like, yeah, let's like some futuristic laser blast hits it. You're, you're fine. Um, and that, you know, happens at the it end. It does, yeah. But you think it's just a joke, you know?
0: And it's a very Seuss joke, which is why it works so well. Yeah. Um, so there are two, like, competing plot lines for the first chunk of this show. Is Mabel is, um, I think to say, helplessly
1: in love with a pig. She is. Yeah. She, yeah, I mean, she wins the pig by going to, it, There's a. he's got a bunch of pigs there. And he's like, guess the name of the pig, or guess how much the pig weighs, and you can have it. Like, Guess how
0: much old 15-poundy weighs.
1: Yeah, and she's like, that was like, oh, old 15-poundy, how much do you think he weighs? And she's like, 15 pounds? And he's like, are you a witch? Are you a witch? <laughs> Which comes back, and it's very funny. Yep, time to start an angry
0: mob. <laughs> so Mabel gets this pig, who is adorable, and ends up in a vast array of costumes throughout the run of the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. uh, boss, boss Mabel, I think, has some of the best when... Uh, bottles is put into business clothes.
1: Yeah, and and nine to five by Dolly Parton is playing over it. It's really, right. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Dipper also has has said that like he asked Wendy if she wanted to hang out at the carnival with him, and she said yes, and that's like a huge step for him. And so he's like, I'm gonna impress her by winning this platypus bear thing. She's like, I don't know what that is, but I want it. And it's like that you know you throw a ball, it hits the the milk jugs, the milk bottles, they fall over, you win the prize. It's obviously rigged. Uh, he throws Fun it. Fun fact, it I've bounces. won one of them. Nice. Uh, it bounces back and hits her in the eye. And that leads to Robbie, like, giving her a snow cone to put on her eye <laughs> and being like, hey, we've spent a lot of time. On. Do you want to go out? And she's like, yes. And that, like, destroys Dipper. But then. Then. then.
0: The mysterious man in white with a bald head from the previous several episodes shows up Well,
1: he hasn't been in it since episode three this is nine so he's only in the first three but he's like in the background of a couple and it's super four
2: frames total
1: it's a it's a couple seconds it's always like one shot it's never more than one shot but the length actually like depends
2: yeah and
0: so he shows up and he's just like he turns out he is a like a time anomaly correction agent from the time agency run by the time baby in the time future. Time, 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 time. From the year 2077. <laughs> there's a great, like, there's a symbol for that, anytime it's written down, which is pretty great. Yeah, it's um, a seven
1: with a tilde over it, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: and he's here to fix these anomalies that Dipper and Mabel supposedly have caused. But he
1: can't find them, because they haven't happened yet.
0: Yeah. And... They, he demonstrates to them how he ta- travels through time uh, by using a tape measure, which is equal parts the dumbest time travel device and kind of but, the best. Uh, also kind the of, coolest. Kind
1: of the best, yeah. I, I think it might be the actual best time device that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's
0: real good, and it's a lot of fun. Like It's a nice little kinetic toy that they get to play with. Yeah. Uh, they very easily trick this very dumb boy into letting down his guard, and they steal the tape measure time travel device and repeat the day, Groundhog Day style, until Dipper gets the pitch right to win Wendy the bear and keep her from dating
1: Robbie. Now, the problem is that by doing this, Mabel has to be somewhere else. Because again, if the twins are together on something, it will be accomplished. So if Mabel helps him win Wendy like like you know win the stuffed animal for wendy it will happen but there is a cost
0: (laughs) it means she's not there to win waddles and
1: pacifica gets mabel's soulmate and uh and and because dipper won, he's like no hey hey, just a pig like it's fine you know whatever and then she's like i'm never gonna get over this like i'm i'm so distraught now, and then he's like, "No, no, you'll be over in in uh, no time." And then, so he travels to the future, and she's not there, or she's there just like banging her head against a totem pole, sad. And then he goes a month in the future, and she's still there, and like you know, uh, flowers girl. and
0: weeds are growing up on her.
1: Yeah, and she's yeah. still just like in total despair. And that's when he's like, "All right, okay, I guess I'll I'll go back." And so he goes back, and he throws the game, and Mabel is able to get Waddles, and it's like. Look what he did for his sister. Like, he sacrifices his own happiness for his sister because, you know, that's sometimes you just got to do that. But in the middle
0: of it, they're fighting over the time travel device.
1: Yes. Yeah. They run backwards into the first three episodes and drop stuff. And then later you see Blendon go pick that stuff up. But they were also there a minute or two before and you just didn't see them. Yeah.
0: And like they they show you a scene that turns out to be a super spoiler, which is probably the one thing we won't really discuss in this episode. Um, when they're running by the shack in winter,
1: and mm. a thing happens. And well, okay, I'm I'm gonna tease this one out. I I know how to I know how to tiptoe around this one. Okay, okay. so it's winter time in the the past, probably the '70s, if I had to guess. And yeah. they run by, and the shack doesn't look like. A, a tourist trap it looks like kind of a research outpost and the door opens and a young grunkle Stan pokes his head out and looks around and then goes back and, and that's it and that's all you get and and then like that coupled with the copy machine that can do weird stuff and later on the rug that switches minds it kind of paints this picture of Stan that like is not the Stan that we've yeah. been given in the show. Yeah, he is not what he Stan is not what he seems is a is a pretty accurate description of it's Stan a very Putz. good episode. Also, a very good episode.
0: So they they end up going to
1: like the far
0: past, like pioneer days, and accidentally like Mabel tells a pioneer wife that eventually uh women can vote. <laughs> women can vote and they teach them high
1: fives. They invent the high five, they drop a calculator. This is uh, yeah, just give them
2: a calculator. Yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, they talk about light up shoes and, and, it's... and
1: braces and stuff. Yeah.
0: And eventually uh this is this is the episode where we also meet Time Baby and Lolf and Dungrum. Yep. <laughs> the Good <name>. time security <laughs> agents. One of which has a super sci fi laser that he Blast the uh, dunk booth in and sends Stan down into the water to the delight of the crowd. Yeah, because he's
1: been making fun of people all day like dunk booth people do.
0: Yeah. And so eventually the time baby blames all of these anomalies on Blinden because it was his time device that went on the fritz.
1: Yeah. So he has to go pick up after them and and correct those. And that's what he was sent back to do the first time. Um, and then also, he kind of goes to time prison a little bit. He's on like, time probation uh, later. Uh, yeah, which leads to a-
0: another really great episode that we might cover. We might not. Who knows? Uh, so that's my first choice. Jake, have you found yours?
1: I did. I'm going to talk about as much as I can, not what he seems.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh,
1: so halfway through the second season, we won't talk about the end and the reveal, Yep. but but we can talk a little bit about the plot. Basically, what happens is the the mystery shack comes under attack. Stan specifically uh, becomes the subject of these federal investigation. These federal officers, uh, uh, feds like investigation, and you kind of learn some stuff about Stan, but you also don't. Like you learn you learn that he faked his death and that, that he has got- a bunch of, of passports oh. and stuff yeah with alternate identities in different countries and like a heap of money and and the, there's a part because he he's got this thing he's doing in the basement and I won't say what but he's trying to make this thing work and you don't know what it is yet but it's it's this big old structure and he had to like steal a bunch of like hazardous waste to uh to to fuel it, fuel it and yeah. he kind of gets caught for that but not really like that's part of it um and then he he's arrested and he's the, the problem with this thing is that it starts flickering gravity on and off. Like gravity will just like go haywire a little, yeah. a little bit loose, and then it'll it'll go back to normal. And that's in the intro sequence, but it has not appeared until the first episode of this season. Like the entire first season, gravity's been fine the whole time. Uh, but it's it's nice that they brought that back in season two as like part of the world. You know, it's yeah it's, as a
2: big plot point, really.
1: So he's arrested, and. He like looks at his watch and he's like, "Oh, another one's about to go off," and like the gravity turns off for a while. He's like, "This is a big one," and he basically like Jason Bourne's his way out of this prison cell with zero gravity, and it's like, "Stan, what is up?" Now (laughs) it's important.
0: It's important to note that earlier this season, in the first episode of this season there was kind of a reveal that one Stan is much more capable than he has led on thus far. Yes. And two, that he was painfully aware of all of the weird stuff that he denied for an entire
1: season. Yeah. He was, he was trying to deter them from looking into any stuff because it's weird, but it's dangerous. Um, And he was looking out for the kids. Yeah. So you kind of get this, like this, this bigger picture of Stan of like, like what, are you like what what like what is your secret why are what are you hiding um and then at the end like it all kind of culminates in this showdown sort of where dipper is like freaking out at stan about the machine and like there's a button that will will activate it and do whatever it is supposed to do and dipper thinks it will also destroy the world so him and mabel are are fighting like on opposite sides and like literally the town is being torn apart because the twins aren't together on something. This is, this is the
0: episode that kind of expands that idea out a little bit more. You know, the idea that the twins have to be together for the best result. This would teases that out a little bit more to, to make
1: that like the pines as a family have to be together. Yeah. And then, right. and then also if they are not, if they are actively going against each other, the world will end. Like, it is literally the worst thing if, like, bad stuff happens if the Pines don't get along. And so, like, Um,
0: Dipper is, like, uh, yelling at Stan, telling Mabel to self-destruct the machine. Stan is not yelling at Dipper, but it's just, like, pleading with Mabel to let the machine go.
1: And and she just says, or she has to hit this button, right, to, like, activate it. To stop Um, it. The button blows it up. Yeah, and, and she's, like, Dipper, trust me, because she believes Stan, and she says, Dipper, trust me, which harkens back to the first episode, where, like, the first thing they learned is that they have to trust each other. Yeah. And it, it is this, like, beautiful moment, and it, like, it facilitates the big reveal and, like, the twist and endgame of the show. And it, it like, blows the, the roof off the place. It's so
0: good. Like, Mabel lets go of this stand that has the self-destruct button and,
1: like, floats up in this incredibly beautiful way. Yeah, this episode is, like, animated, like, a little... Like, it. all the episodes are animated very well. This one is, like, a little extra special. This one got the
0: detail. Like, this one got the attention to detail. And, man, I... There is no other episode, including the finale in my book, that changes the show as much as this does. No, yeah, yeah
2: this is where everything turns on its head. Like, this creates the end game plot.
0: And this yeah, is and- also the episode where, where, like Jake was saying uh, previously, in a previous episode, that this is the point where you can kind of tell that this could have been. The first half of season two could have been a whole season, and the second half could have been season three. Yeah, this, this is this, built this like a season, season finale.
1: finale. Like, yeah. easily could have been. But, like, you get the sense that, like, this was going to be the episode either way. It's just, like, did they want to put ten more episodes between it and Northwest Mansion Mystery? Or did they want to finish the show and and, and make the second half of season two it? Yeah. And and it it would work either way. And this is what we got. Yep. Uh, all right.
0: Um, round two. Uh, Scott, what's your second choice? Uh,
2: my second choice is uh. I season swear to one. God, if you
1: say into the bunker, I'm gonna throw you off the roof.
2: I did also just say season one. I swear to God, Scoot. Episode twenty, Gideon rises.
0: Oh, that's a good. That's a good one.
2: Um, so it's the season finale of season one. Uh. And this is what we meant by Gideon becomes the, in a literal sense, big bad yes. of, <laughs> uh, of season one. So Gideon uh, Gideon gets control of the Mystery Shack. Like he gets the deed to it and kicks the pines out and they'll have to move in with Seuss. Um,
1: Which is great. He, wants, he yeah. wants the Mystery Shack because he has book two and he thinks there's one more book and that you, when you put them together you can you become ultimately powerful like there's like so much information and powerful secrets in there and that's true but he thinks that it's not yeah it's not what he thinks at all so he wants to steal the shack to get them and he does at the end of dreamscaperers um he hires he he contracts bill out to get the secret from uh from grunkle Stan. but when bill fails he just uses dynamite to take the deed to, to blow up the yeah. safe. So yeah. yeah, he,
2: he uses the cover that he wants to, uh, create a theme park. Gideon land. Uh, Gideon land. Uh, and everyone, they see it on TV and they just get like super duper angry about it. Cause obviously I, there's a whole lot of middle stuff that doesn't quite stick in my brain all the time. But the ending of this episode is probably my favorite of gravity falls. Like with the exception of weird Mageddon, uh, because it it boils down to Gideon is in his big old robot suit, uh, and Dipper and Mabel are trying to get the deed back, and they end up succeeding. But there's a part where Gideon's still kind of creepily obsessed with Mabel, so he kidnaps her and like punches Dipper in a robot suit, and Dipper flies like thirty feet back. And Dipper gets all dejected and is like, you know, this this is this is not worth it. And he walks solemnly into the woods and turns around and runs out and jumps that gap well, and flies into the cockpit of the robot.
1: Well, right, right before then, it's because Gideon says like, because w- Gideon gets his book and says, without that book, you're nothing. And he like walks off and then turns around because like, no, he still needs his sister. Like, he doesn't yeah, need like, the he book. His he sister. needs Mabel.
0: Which is a lesson yeah. he doesn't learn for another twenty
1: episodes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he learned it, but he didn't realize that he learned it. You know? Yeah, it yeah. didn't stick.
0: The seed was planted, but it didn't actually grow in, for another twenty episodes. Yeah, this is a fantastic. And they have like a kaiju fight inside but, the control center of a robot.
1: Yeah, but there's only yeah. one, and so it's it's Gideon in a mocap suit. T- controlling the actions of the robot but every time dipper like hits him the gideon mech reacts as if it was hit by an invisible force it's very good yeah uh and i think this is the
2: first episode maybe the only where uh after dipper gets punched like he comes out and he picks his head up he's got a bloody nose like yeah. this kid show has said the word kill and is now showing a child bleed
1: in season two they say kill and die and murder a lot like yeah. it's it's bananas yeah, especially in the
0: finale it gets it gets rough. Oh yeah oh boy
2: <laughs> So yeah, they they fight and what ends up happening is uh, the robot falls because they're fighting on a bridge. Uh, I think we mentioned that in the journal episode. Um, they fall off the bridge and presumably they done. but call back to the very beginning of the season. Uh, Dipper's holding on to Mabel, and Mabel has the grappling hook grappling shot up hook. and tied around the bridge.
1: And just slowly lowering down, and it's just, like, perfect callback. It's really good.
0: Because the Pines twins together can do anything. They are anything. unstoppable. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And in the end, it's revealed
1: that Gideon had, like, spy cameras planted around everywhere. Yeah, he gave out buttons with his face on it, and every one of them was a listening device and a camera, and that's how he learned everybody's secrets, because he didn't have his stone that made him psychic anymore, and that's how he kept the charade up, and so he basically lied to the whole town, and they were, like, very mad at him, and so he gets arrested and thrown in prison, in, like, adult prison, even though he's, like, eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is dark, and we come back to it later.
1: Yeah. Where he, like, runs to prison, so, like, it's...
2: (laughs) I think... Uh, this, this is where Dipper tells Stan about the journal, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. At the, at the end yeah. of this episode. And he's like, oh, that's where you're coming up. Let me see that. And he takes the journal and walks downstairs. Like, I'm going to make some great attractions out of this. Oh, oh, oh. And then like goes downstairs into his secret lab and, and puts the three books together. Cause we uh, cause find he also out he got has Gideon's. journals one and two. Well, he, he takes he, two from Gideon. He takes it yeah. up like there's the deed is on top of the journal, and he reaches down and gra- to grab the deed. And when he comes back up, the journal is also missing. So like he uses his con man powers to take the journal when no one's paying attention. It's yeah, and they, they don't really—they nice.
0: don't—they don't say anything about it. It just happens. Yeah, like you yeah, have that, to
1: put that together on your second watch through. Basically, it's so good. Yeah, and that yeah, he lays it all out, and you see this weird design in the journals it's like triangular superstructure thing and he, and he fires it up and it starts you know beeping and making like uh, symbols are lighting up and rotating and he's like after 30 years it'll all be worth it if this works and you're like well it'll all be worth it and the episode what? ends and that's, and it. that's it and then there was so long between that and the next episode oh god that episode ended in that episode aired in 2013 the next one did not premiere until 2014
2: like yeah, it was August second, two
1: thousand thirteen. Oh, and then uh, and the next one premiered in August, right? In August or September? Uh, mm-hmm.
2: I think gotta, so.
1: Yeah, because I, yeah, I, I got a list up. I lived in this apartment and I moved in here in August of two thousand and fourteen. So
2: it was a full calendar year minus a day.
1: Yeah. Gosh. That you had that I had to wait.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, my second choice. My second episode that we're going to talk about is Northwest Mansion Mystery. It's, that's
1: a good one. That's a really so good one.
0: This is hands down my favorite episode that's not involved in the series finale. Um, so the big story here is starts with Pacifica, and her parents are horrible, and her dad is mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion, and horrible. Yeah. And her mom's not Lisa Rinna, but should be, but we'll let it slide. Yeah, because this episode is quality. Um, yep. we see them like controlling her with a bell, kind of like to make her submit. Like she's a trained puppy. It's real. You get some real dark there's look some, at. There's some Pacifica real weird, is.
1: like, like emotional abuse stuff going on. That like, there's like a, like, no. The room is separate. She doesn't get sent to like this tiny room. That's a separate thing. Never mind. But yeah, there's that, still like the like the there's... bell. The bell and yeah. the carpet, where she is so
0: afraid of her parents' disapproval or anger that she will not let Dipper cross into a carpeted room with potentially
1: muddy feet yeah. to save their lives. Yeah, like, it's it's crazy, and it really gives you an insight into, like, what Pacifica has been raised, like, what environment she was raised in, and, like, how she got the way she is. It it goes a long way to humanizing
0: Pacifica, which is part of the reason I love it. Um, because I I I understand a trope or an archetype or a stereotype of a character not a stereotype, uh an archetype or something like that, um, is that way because it's very true. Like the mean girl is a trope because we see that a lot. Like everyone yeah. knows a
2: mean girl, most likely.
1: Yeah, um, oh, for sure, yeah. Right, there's a whole movie about it.
0: Yeah, There's first two. time I saw that, I called the girl getting hit by a bus, and I was really proud of myself. Um, really, I did <laughs> yeah.
1: not. I didn't see that coming at all. I, I even on my second watching, which is like a couple years later, I was surprised by it again. It's it was real great. I don't spoilers for the 2012, <laughs> no 2008, eight. Uh, it was
2: earlier than that. Yeah, yeah it, it,
1: like 2008 oh. movie Mean Girls are bad.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, so any that I can see one of those characters given in... Look it
2: 2004, by 2004, by the way. 2004,
1: jeepers Christmas, that movie is old. Oh, that was when I graduated in high school. Old. I was a My freshman. Bones are crumbling to school. dust. Um, I was oh, seven.
0: <laughs> oh. I'm going to need a minute.
2: <laughs> man, I you heard, I here, heard your I can... bones turned to dust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh... So I love when we take a character like that and we get to see a human side of them. Like, we get to see depth to them. And, man, like, it sets the stage for what they do with Pacifica going forward, which is really good in and of itself. But also just to see Pacifica have these, like, rare moments, especially, like, near the end, when, like, she and Dipper think they win. And, like, they hug. And Pacifica demonstrates genuine joy for the first time in this show
1: yeah and dipper uh is hugged by a pretty girl and is like a little flustered afterwards <laughs> and in the journal he writes down it's like she smells really nice and he just like scratches it out scratches all out yeah she also like like the way the mystery is not the mystery but like the problem with the ghost is solved is like dipper traps it in a mirror but then the ghost is like hey do you know why i'm haunting this place it's because like there was a flood and the Northwest let all the people working on the house die. Um, and then he overhears them being like, good, now the riffraff's out, et cetera, et cetera. And so he just lets the ghost back out. So and- like,
0: like all, all the Northwest had to do to break the curse was to allow the general townspeople to go to one of the parties that they throw every year.
1: Yeah, just one. That's it. One time. And they can't do it. <laughs> And so at you know the, everything's going crazy. Uh, he's turning everybody into wood. Uh, there's there's a tapestry of bill and uh, and fire and like symbols and spookiness uh, in the house, uh, which is crazy. You see that um, at the very end when uh, yeah
0: when somebody um, this is one thing I won't spoil uh, when somebody comes up and it's like t- talking to Dipper and it's like. The world is literally gonna end, little boy. Something bad is coming. And like the camera pans up when Dipper walks away to go enjoy the party, and you see this really out of place tapestry of a bunch of tortured people bowing before Bill.
1: Yeah. Um and then uh let's see, what else? There's uh They're turning they're all turning into like wood and, and becoming trees is when we see Dipper um do like, the, turn, the
0: shapeshifter pose. Yeah, the
1: shape like exactly the same. Um and again I, like I don't know why, but that's, that's a good callback. And I like, I want to talk to Alex Hirsch about it and see what's up. But then, uh, it's just Pacifica left and you know, her parents are like hiding in this trap door saying like, no, don't let the townspeople in. Don't do it. Like we'll be safe under this in this like panic room. Essentially. Yeah, We have rations and the butler and we'll eat the butler. Yeah. And she's like, no, this has to stop. And, and, pulls the gate lever and it lets all the people in and that saves the day.
0: Yeah, like the ghost who's the ancestor of the corduroys uh, is happy and his wood heart is softened and he goes off to enjoy a rest and everyone yeah. has a party.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Um, and, and and like in the journal, it says like category 11, like in the, the dipper put in there. And uh, the way to defeat it is have the local rich girl have a change of heart.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a really fun episode that, that goes a long way to kind of breaking the tension that's been building right before he's more than he seems. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's got kind of every element of a gravity falls stock episode. Like if they had made the first season episodes, the monster of the week ones like this, uh, I don't think any of us would ever gripe about that.
1: No, absolutely not. Moving on then, uh, our last one, Jake. Uh, this is another season two episode called Into the Bunker, as you may have heard me say earlier when I threatened if anyone took this one because someone took my other one. <laughs> um, but Into the Bunker is the second episode of season two. It is. Um, it comes on the heels of Dipper wanting to figure out who wrote the journal and not just like, what the journal is talking about. Like he wants to know like who wrote it and why. And there's this, he has like the black light knowledge now. And so there's this page with a tree on it. And if you light it up, it says secret bunker and there is a like spiral staircase. And so he goes to find out what's there and he, him and Seuss, and he invites Wendy who actually shows up and he's like, Oh man, like earlier he was going to tell her that he loved her. And then he's like, no that would be weird i'm not gonna so he like crumples up the note that he wrote and put it in his pocket um and the episode's just like a really good episode of like them exploring this thing that we kind of knew about but didn't because it's like it's adjacent to Stan's basement lab thing and also not adjacent to it at all like it is in the sense that like it's an underground place um but it's also then... like a trapped it's like a death trap of a lab. Yeah, it's got a, a room with, like, these hexagons that if you, like, don't hit certain ones, it will crush you.
2: <laughs> uh, I think it was last episode, of the, or the episode before, uh, I mentioned the Society of the Blind Eye symbol being in yeah. there. It is. There's a circle is... with an X through it. Yep. Uh, it's in the journal.
1: I did not know wherever that.
2: Wherever that page is.
1: I still have, hold on. Oh, there's the platypus that we were talking about. That I couldn't find earlier. Um, I'm not gonna look animal. it up now. I'll, no, but I'll it's in the journal. It, yeah. 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 Um, and we know
0: that because Dipper references it in the show.
1: He yeah, just and, cracks and, it open and
0: goes, "Oh, touch these symbols."
1: Yeah, and uh, and in in the fancy journal, the ones that are lit up are actually you know have have the thing. Um, there's a there's a circle with an X in it. It's good. I'm actually looking at it now. I do not. I would not call that the the blind eye. I symbol. would mm, what is It's a circle with an X. What is it's the symbol eye. of
2: the Society of the Blind Eye?
1: It's an eyeball. Like, it's ovular. Right, but all of this
2: is in crude drawing. No!
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah! No, I'm pretty sure you're wrong, buddy! You're gonna I be spying. So. You're seeing things where things ain't. I disagree. Okay. It's, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> anyway... So they get past that, that room and then they're in the lab and there's like rations for 50 years um, and there's like a whole bunch of stuff. Wendy takes a uh, a fallout shelter metal sign thing. So this is going above my bed. Mabel finds, this is when the episode turns, Is Mabel finds the note that Dipper wrote and basically shoves them into a what she thought was a closet and is like, I'm not letting you out until you tell her. And Dipper's like, nope we're gonna find another way out and turns out that that room was on a closet but a decontamination chamber that led to another part of the lab where um, a
0: monster lurks where
1: where there is a monster and there is a yeah. there's a broken containment cell and there's like they they meet this there's this guy down there who's like this old doc brown looking dude and they're like oh my god you're the author of the journal and he's like oh i haven't seen that thing in years um and then it turns out that there was a can of beans with that guy's picture on it, and that this is a shapeshifter who is a horrifying. <laughs>
2: it took the form of Baron Num Nums.
1: Yes, Baron Num Nums and his beans. There's like a chase. They they he, he try he wants to get the journal because the journal has a bunch of monsters that he can turn into, and that would be terrible if uh, if he was able to turn into the Grim loblin or the Hide Behind or anything. Or Bill. Or, or for, for example, Bill, who is in there, it, it's a mess. Uh, it would be a terrible, terrible situation. So what? So they run away, and then eventually they meet back up with with uh, Wendy and Seuss, and they're like, "Hey, how do we know we're you?" And then Seuss gives the most Seuss answer, and Mabel gives the most Mabel answer, and they're like, "All right, yeah, you're you." But then there's like a little flood. Like they get washed. They try to trap him, um, but it doesn't really work. And there's like there's a, a pipe burst, and there's like a flood, and Wendy. It shapeshift into Wendy and so it's Wendy and shapeshifter fighting and Dipper has an axe and is like I'm gonna have to kill well, one of you well jump is
2: this is this before or is this after where he thinks that Wendy's dead
1: he thinks Wendy's dead and that's when he finds out that the shapeshifter turned into Wendy yeah because he's like oh my God Wendy oh oh my God and then her eyes open and Wendy's like dude that's not me behind him um, and then they start fighting. And they do this, you know, like do something, you know, only you would know. And so or give me a sign. And one Wendy winks at him and the other Wendy does the mouth zipped and locked like secret, which is a callback to Double Dipper. uh, And he axes the stomach of the one that winked. And it was the shapeshifter. Thank God. But who boy would that that have (laughs) gone a horribly
0: different way? Yeah. Is is does does she do the flippin' corduroy line?
2: No, that's in Weird Mageddon Part One.
1: No, that's I uh, think. that's no, that's 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 in this episode, I think. No,
2: I mean it's been four hours since I watched it, but I don't think it is.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I know it's in Weird
0: Mageddon. I just didn't know if she did it again here or anything. Now maybe you're right. I don't know. know it's, I know it's
2: in just... another episode in season two besides Weird Mageddon. I don't think it's this one though. Oh,
1: maybe it's I... a. It's in the first couple because I've seen it already. Is it yeah. the unicorn one then? Th- that one, she's like, we're you know, women, oh, women aren't unicorns. We're sweaty monsters and we're mad as hell, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they beat up unicorns and it rules. <laughs> but yeah, so then you know they they beat it. They they get it into a cryo tube and they they turn it on, um, and it's like I'll show you the face of your death. And then it turns into Dipper screaming, and he's like, that's eh, not gonna haunt my nightmares.
0: Which is the most dipper response to anything? It's like, well, I'm scarred for life.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. traumatized. <laughs> uh, but then afterwards, outside the bunker, he tells Wendy, uh, you know, that he had a crush on her, and she's like, you know, that can't work. You're a lot younger. Like, it's just not. Well, first she goes, duh. Like, yeah, like yeah. I know. I heard you talking under your breath because, like, there are some times where he straight up was like, ha, ha, ha I love you. And she heard that <laughs> like every time. So, Which is probably the most mortifying thing any 12 year old oh, boy could have I, said to him. If that happened to me, my skeleton would, my, my arms would go slack because my skeleton arms would come in and reach up and open my mouth and my skeleton would crawl through my mouth and run away and never stop running until it hit the ocean.
2: <laughs> That's I, Horrifying. I would be
1: mortified if that were to happen to me. So the fact that that did not happen to Dipper is very telling. He's a strong kid.
2: He's a good he's like, kid, Brent. He just like put his face in his hands. I was like, ah, crap.
1: And then you know she lets him down easy in like this really like understanding way, and he's like, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, like I'm um, I'm gonna move on, and then he like doubles up on his focus to like figure out the secrets of gravity falls in the journal and all that and possibly find someone a bit more age appropriate in a few episodes. Maybe. Uh, But the thing I really like about it is that like at the end, like Dipper Dipper likes, Wendy was like nine episodes of season one. Like that was like the whole, like the the through line of a lot of episodes and like fans were getting a little tired of it because nothing was happening one way or the other. And so Alex Hirsch is like, all right, you know what? You're right. Let's, let's just put a nail in it, put it, put it to bed and then in the very last episode, there's like a little bit like of a like, hey, maybe, hey, come back when you're when you've hit puberty, you're a little taller, like just like you know, yeah, three three years isn't a lot between 21 and 24. <laughs> Look, uh, Dipper could do
0: a lot worse than Wendy in, in yeah. this in this good world. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, for sure. Could do I don't I don't worse. know that he could do any better, but he could do a whole lot worse.
2: That depends yeah. on who you ask and who ships who with who.
0: That's
2: yeah,
1: true. I mean. It, yeah, it's, that's Pacific that's a could be pretty field. good too. Yeah, that's a minefield we don't need to talk about. I don't think we're we're definitely not doing a fan fiction episode. So, God, no. no. There's some. There's some. There are some whack ass Gravity Falls fan fictions. Let me tell you, I have not read them, but I have like heard about some that are just the just the. Um, I don't know why people would make them. I just cannot fathom why some of these exist. Uh, l- listen. Uh, y- you do, you do
0: whatever you need to do to be happy in life. Um not going to judge you on that. Uh, I'm just not going to read it. I feel okay yep. with that. Yep. Yep. Nope. With that. Nope to that. So dang guys, we're at the end of the super showed. We did it. We did it. Um, Baron Zemo, we did it. So, uh, here in, uh, a, a year, Maybe, as long as all of our listeners should go and watch the show. Just,
1: by listening to this, this is a verbal contract. (laughs) You have agreed to go watch the show, so just go watch the show. Just go do it! So, here in maybe a year, the three of us will get back together,
0: and we'll do just a full spoiler run. We'll see what happens. That's in a year, next August. What can happen? Who knows? Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I'll
2: probably
1: have actually rewatched it.
0: I mean, look,
1: just been, like, get on the schedule
0: your... with Jake and watch it every summer.
1: Yeah, just just see you next summer. That's just that's what I do.
0: I'm gonna start doing that. It's a good plan, uh, listeners. Y'all should do that too. But go watch it now, like today. Go watch it.
2: Yes, you can. Um, you could. You could watch the entire thing of Gravity Falls in a day, a 24-hour cool. span. You could do it.
1: You I could. Would give it, that might I would hurt. It two days if you would like to sleep. Nah. You know what?
0: I'm going to be gentle, more gentle than these two. You can put that over a week.
1: I, I do like over the course of three months, I watched the 40 episodes. So like
2: yeah. I don't watch TV. So if I watch TV, I watch a lot of it. I make I a feel, day out of it. I so, used to
1: be like that. I used to be young and carefree. I, I remember used to have you, time.
2: You've locked yourself in a room and watched Buffy. Yeah, all time, seven seasons in a week?
1: <laughs> yeah, one time on vacation, I just watched all of Buffy. I would wake up, watch 16 Hours of Buffy, go to bed. <laughs> buddy. Oh, buddy. Hey, hey, man, it's the best show, and Gravity Falls is pretty close. I would say, sorry, Sky, this is the best animated show.
0: I, I would agree.
1: I would agree yeah. with that. What's up?
0: Um, What's up so Sky? we're gonna We're going to start wrapping up, and the way I want to close out this episode is... Maybe kind of fanservicey. We'll we'll see how we feel about it. If you could have, now we know we know there's going to be a graphic novel coming out, and there are some other things that tie into the show that we haven't really dug into, partially because we don't have them. Whatever. Uh, if you guys could have one addition to the show, what would it be, Scott?
2: Oh no! <laughs> uh, there's so many. <laughs> There's so many things. Uh, the one you want most. Dream like in here. A 10 episode additional season of everyone in Gravity Falls after uh, Mabel and Dipper have left to go back home. Okay. Just to wrap okay. up what's going on in the following months.
0: Okay, so just later, like, in the fall?
2: Yeah, like Gravity Falls minus year? the Pines Twins.
0: Oh, okay, okay. If uh, if Derlin and Blubs don't get married, I'm rioting.
1: Oh, dude, they're uh, so married. They're so married by the by that winter, like you know. Oh yeah.
0: I I also would in in this scenario. I also very much want Wendy and Pacifica to start being sisters.
1: Oh yeah, they would totally hang out. I think. I, I think
0: after that that finale, they would have to. Um, yeah, for sure. Jake, you get one thing.
1: Dream Ooh. wishing. I want a. I want a, a top-down Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past 16-bit video game um, that is encompassing all of the events of the first two seasons, but also a lot more. Or I'll also take the next summer when they come g- back to Gravity Falls, a video game about that a year later. Okay.
2: On On the condition that Mabel gets different sweatshirts based on her power-ups.
1: Well, she gets different powers based on her sweatshirts. Yeah. Uh, but she also mm-hmm. has a grappling hook, so like maybe that wouldn't work necessarily. And like Dipper would have like spells and stuff from the books. And and. Well, he would weird... have his own journal by
0: then that he's working yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. He'd so... have number
1: four. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be very good. Oh, I
0: think he would have he would have pine tree number one. Yep.
1: Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. Actually, can I change? Can I? Mm, I don't want to change my answer because I do really want that, but like for what I want for like a real-life thing is I want the two seasons on Blu-ray. God, (laughs) Disney, (laughs) just put the (laughs) show out already.
2: (laughs) And I think that's the first time in five episodes. I (laughs) want
1: commentary. I want behind the scenes. I just want the show and and here's what you do, you make the first book, Journal 1. Make the or the first season Journal 1, the second season Journal 2, and then you put Journal number 3 next to it to close out the set, and I would be a happy boy. All right? And you'd sell like a million. So just do it, <laughs>
0: Disney. I would I would buy that set. I don't have the Blu-ray player right now and I would buy that set.
2: I I have just to a, have my
0: shelf look complete.
2: I had the Gravity Falls wiki up. Um a little while ago, and I want you guys to just take a guess at the number one most viewed episode.
1: Uh, like, on are No, not what he seems. Nope. No.
2: Uh, not the not in episode. season two. It's not huh? in season two.
1: Really? Um, Summer. Uh, Summerween. Nope. I got nothing. I, what? What then?
2: Land before swine. On its air really? date, had 4.5 million viewers. Dang,
1: dang. Weird,
2: didn't even have three.
1: Well, but Weird was three parts. It, it it shows ebb and flow. It don't worry about it. Um, there was a whole lot of gaps that happened. Yeah, that between that is episodes. the other problem is that there was a lot of
0: gaps. Um, but and yeah, it, it was on XD by that point, so.
1: Yeah, I had to... Um, my aunt has Xfinity, and I have an account on that that lets me watch live TV, and so I watched the finale live. <laughs> like, uh... It was very good. It's a very good show, and I, I went to, like, painful lengths just so I could watch it when it aired.
0: So, for me, the one now, what's thing What's your that thing, I,
1: Matt? Sorry I swore a bunch, but what's your thing?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna find... I'm gonna find a soundbite of Dipper screaming and use that for the bleeps. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Or I'll just isolate that. That'll be good. Um, <laughs> Crap. <laughs> uh, for me, the one thing I want is I want a movie, a feature-length movie, set at the end of high school.
2: Oh, dang. Oh, so,
0: that would be good.
2: So Wendy's like the, 21 and the twins are 18 and like high yeah. school graduation? And, like, like Dipper's like, had
0: four years where maybe nothing weird's happened to him. And he's kind of not believing anymore. Crisis oh. of faith.
1: Ooh, that would be good. And this is, like, the summer right after graduation. Like yeah. They graduate, and then they go to Gravity Falls for the summer. They, they graduate, and the gift
0: that their grunkles gave them was a for a summer off. Like, they would get paid, like, they were working at the shack... Like they, they would, would get just paid the and, summer and, wage, but they just get a summer off in Gravity Falls.
1: And if and if they haven't been there since, that would be ooh, that would right? be a good one. I would very much enjoy that. Please and thank you.
2: So so which one of us is gonna try and get Alex Hirsch to listen to these?
1: I mean, I have the I have the most followers, but that's negligible.
0: <laughs> listen, if we all yell about it loud enough, maybe he'll listen to one.
1: Just start hashtagging Gravity Falls when you when, with a link to the episode. Uh,
0: Alex Hirsch, if you have listened to this, um, just thank please, you. Please, please make that movie. And thank you're you the so much, best, dude. <laughs> if you ever want to come on my dumb show, you are <laughs> always welcome. Um, that also applies to the creator of X Files and Joss Whedon, and I'm sure there's a, uh, John Rogers. Um, oh God, John Rogers would be a good time. Right? Uh, so, that's going to wrap up our super-sode. Five episodes on Gravity Falls. Guys, we did it. Um, we
2: did it! And we almost kept it under an hour. Yeah, almost. that...
0: Almost. It was bound to happen. It might edit down to under an hour. We'll see how that thing shakes out. Oh, probably. Um, so, Scott, one last time, where can people find you on the internet?
2: You can find me on Twitter at scottymace One. Uh, hopefully, in the coming months, you can find me on iTunes with a uh, an actual play RPG podcast that I want to be putting out. Um, I just need to get the equipment and to convince my roommates.
1: That is kind of an important. That's a of big part of, features it. <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah.
0: Yep. That's you're not wrong. Jake, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Well, you can find me on Twitter at jj underscore mason. You can find me on. Uh, many many podcasts like the Morphin Greater Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, or Hard Reboot, or Kingdom Smarts, or Editing Sailor Business, or Cool Kids Table. I always think I'm forgetting. There's so many that I feel like I'm forgetting one of my children. You are,
2: but it's on hiatus.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Gascast is on indefinite, semi-permanent hiatus. It just it's, it's the first thing we cut, so we and we never feel bad about it. So we just you know kind of put it on hiatus. Anyway, you can also find me um, with the fifth draw wild uh, heavyweight championship around my waist. Uh, on a throne that you can watch anywhere you want. I'm coming for you.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I, you I
0: have try. a feeling that that making that one dumb joke about that belt is one going to get me so many guests, and two is going to give me a heart attack at some point
1: in the future. <laughs> um, Look, man, man the the problem is, I can talk about anything forever. I am designed to guest on this podcast.
0: I mean, look, I think the number of times you've been on here proves that I know that and use that as an out a lot. Um, (laughs) You can hear me on the stuff that's coming up on the bumper. But this coming Friday, this Friday, the first Friday in September, my new podcast that I'm making with Alan Sells, my co-host with Jake on Hard Reboot, and the uh, the Game Master on Pokémon World 2 United and on Cool Kids Table. We're releasing that podcast. It's called Forging Worlds. It's a limited series podcast where Alan and I sat down, and in one-hour chunks, we designed an entire RPG setting. Uh, system agnostic, you can play it in anything. Come listen to it. It's going to be a great time. The Zero episode should already be out. If I've been on top of things, no promises. Um, but it should already be you have out like there. like a dissertation to write. So, like, you got some priorities. I do. But I'm going to make this happen because it really shouldn't take that much time. Um, the episodes are already recorded. The material is there. We want you to come hear us design this crazy world that we both kind of love. So, uh, listen. look for that this Friday. And, guys... Thank you all for coming on this trip with us. Uh, Scott, Jake, thanks for coming and doing this huge episode. Well, I'm thank you very much for having as us. as little as we did. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, in the spirit of Gravity Falls, I feel like it's appropriate to say in this moment, we will see you see next, you next summer, summer for a spoiler-heavy episode.
2: I can't wait for that.
0: You can find us on the internet at fifthdraw.com, follow us on Twitter at fifthdraw, or email us at social at fifthdraw.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Hoodley. If you enjoyed this episode, why not give us a rating and a review, or maybe tell a friend. Getting the word out helps us immensely. Our music is Arcade Montage by Lee Roosevelt and can be found at the Free Music Archive. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode. And hey, thanks for listening. (laughs)